0: Hey everyone, and welcome to my horror film review podcast, I'm KJ, and on this episode we're going to be talking all the spoilers with Scream 2022. So let's just get right into it, and the big spoiler, the big question anytime you go into a Scream movie is who's behind the mask, who's the Ghostface killer or killers, and in this film we find out that Richie and his girlfriend Amber are the ones behind Uh, Ghostface and (laughs) they are the killers I will say I did not expect Amber so Amber is Tara's pretty much best friend she's in the opening scene where when Ghostface calls Tara and you know wants her to play the game basically he threatens you know he shows a video that he's outside the window of Tara or sorry Amber's bedroom basically and if she doesn't play or not so much if she doesn't play but if she doesn't answer any of the stab trivia questions correctly that Amber will die and yeah it does turn out that Amber actually was behind all this and I did not expect it. I did not see that coming and I think they did a good job of misdirecting because she just kind of seemed like your friend basically character and I did not expect her at all to be honest I did expect Richie played by Jack Quaid though I kind of had him um on my list pretty much since the beginning when i heard that he was in this movie which is a shame that i was thinking you know that this way but i just figured because i know he's like an upcoming pretty big he's gonna probably be a big star eventually but i know him from the boys and he's really good in that movie and he kind of plays a different character in the boys you know i think he's hoogie hoogie or something like that And he is not your tough guy killer in that show. And then I had a feeling they would go a different route in this movie and he would end up being the killer. And also because, you know, they commented on, you know... So after, you know, just me, you know, I had him on my list. I had others on the list too, pretty much. I mean, anyone's fair game. But I was expecting him when I heard about this cast. So, but once the movie started going, you know, and they comment on when they have like their big meeting you know who the killer could be the rules of the game they talk about or Dewey says to always you know expect the love interest always have him him or her you know number one on your suspect list because you know just basically the love interest is always going to be the number one (laughs) who you think is going to be and i feel like them just saying that and because it's a scream movie and it's you know they're meta and they kind of just that's just how it is i figured that it would just end up being him and that would kind of just be like a commentary on you know, it always be in the love interest, basically. But I don't know if the, the main reason I f- figured out it was him. And I don't know if this was done purposely, or this is me just overthinking the film, or looking into scenes too much, because I was watching this like a hawk, pretty much, you know, really taking everything in. But when at the hospital when Dewey shoots Ghostface kill the Ghostface killer multiple times like in the chest and it's presumed that Ghostface is dead, there's a quick shot of Richie's face as they're like leaving to go into the elevator. And he just has like this sad look on his face. And right there it's really quick. If you watch the film again, you know, keep an eye out for. Him. I'll keep an eye out for it too. Again, I don't know if I was overthinking it, but as soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh gosh, he knows the killer." Because you know, there's two killers, and that quick shot of him, you know, it's kind of sad that Ghostface is dead and he's leaving this person behind. I was, you know, in my mind, I was like, "He knows who Ghostface is. This is why he's making, why he has that reaction. He's in on the murders." And uh, yeah, so ever since that scene, basically. I knew he was definitely involved. But, you know, it still kind of played around because when they're at the party, I knew there was probably two killers, but I really just did not expect Amber at all, to be honest. So I didn't even include her. But when they're driving to the house, you know, to go pick up Tara's inhaler, and then one of the twins, the uh, brother, goes out and he ends up getting... We would we assume to be killed and then they show him you know the car pull up pretty much right after i was thinking i was like oh okay maybe he's not involved you know so you know they did a good job of going back and forth but i still had him pretty high up on my list and i kind of knew i figured it would be him richie the other ones i expected were the two twins um and i just thought you know i thought that would have been a cool you know twist these two twins uh brother and sister in on the murders, and because the sister, she's kind of your, they're actually related, I didn't say this in the last episode, but they're actually related to Randy, they're Randy's niece and nephew, their mom is his sister, and then again, I thought maybe that would just play in, you know, the guy that, from the original movies, that was obsessed with these horror films and all that, I thought maybe it would turn out that like his, (laughs) whatever, uh, family, you know, generation, would be in on these kill, you know, these kills, and then you know, just I thought maybe they would go that route too. I didn't know, so, but I did have them high up on my list because I thought maybe the brother was kind of like the muscle, and the sister, you know, she was very like um, witty and smart and sarcastic, and she also had a lot of good lines in this film of saying, you know, she was the killer, and then she'd be like, "No, I'm not," you know. They, she's pretty. She has a lot of good comedic uh, scenes in this film, and they both actually turn out to be alive at the end of this film so you know moving actually when I was thinking about it there isn't a high body count in this film we do have um unfortunately Dewey that we'll talk about (laughs) but uh the one uh guy I think his name was Kyle or something that's kind of your skeezy uh local he dies quick like in the parking lot after trying to get into his car he dies uh Wes dies who Um, Is played by the actor in 13 Reasons Why. Uh, His mom, the sheriff, and uh, the other, the twin brother's girlfriend, she gets shot in the head. And that scene was pretty shocking when Amber turns around and shoots her, you know, once the gig is finally kind of up and they're, you know, in this house. And she just turns and shoots her, you know, square in the forehead. I thought that was pretty shocking. And again, because I didn't expect Amber at all, I was kind of surprised, to be honest. I thought even maybe I even had Tara, you know, on the list higher than her. I just didn't even think of her, to be honest. So it'd be cool to watch this film again and keep an eye on her and see what she's doing and what she says and her facial reactions in the background. The actress is also, um, I didn't know this, but she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She played... Um, at the end of the film, she gets killed (laughs) in kind of a brutal fashion. And I thought she, the actress, she did a pretty good job. She goes pretty crazy at the end, you know, nuts. And I don't know, it could have been maybe a little bit overdone, but she, you know, goes the crazy route at the end. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, the movie ends pretty bonkers once, you know, the killers are revealed and, you know, them fighting and all that at the end, which we'll get a little more into. So yeah you know that's the big spoiler you know who's the ghost face killer or killers and yeah I liked the route they went and the reason behind it which we can get into so they basically you know the film opens with an attack on Tara she's home alone she gets attacked and it's a pretty brutal uh, attack and what I you know didn't expect and I didn't want to mention it in my non-spoiler review was that Tara actually survives and they actually they purposely meant for her to survive I believe And I didn't expect that because usually, you know, the opening scene, someone gets killed and that's, you know, they die basically. And that's, you know, the sets up the movie. But the credits actually cut to scream right before he looks like he's going to slash, you know, stab her in the face basically. But then we find out that she's alive and she's at the hospital and her sister, her older sister, uh, Sam, you know, gets a call. It looks like she's working at like a bowling alley with Richie or something gets a call saying that she's at the hospital. And that's why, you know, that's how these two killers, they wanted to bring Sam back to Woodsboro because they found out that she was, um, what's her call it? Not Stu, <laughs> the other one. Um, her daughter, basically. Skeet Ulrich's daughter. And that's why they wanted to bring her back. And she knows that too. That's why she left town In the first place, she found out, you know, when she read like her mom's diary that she was Billy's daughter, that her mom, you know, secretly, I guess, cheated on her husband that was her high school boyfriend with Billy. So he got around when he was young, (laughs) when he was alive. So, yeah, that's the setup of the story is that. Richie and Amber, their boyfriend and girlfriend. Amber lives in Stu's old house, and when she finds out that she's living there, she starts, you know, researching and becoming obsessed. She's obsessed with horror movies, and then she ends up, you know, you know, going on Reddit, and then that's how she meets Richie, and then that's how they, you know, come up with this plan to kind of make a new movie. And they have to bring the legacy characters back. It always comes back to the originals, what they say, and the legacy characters. And this is where you get a lot of good commentary on when they're all sitting down because when they're just talking like, having the scene with who could be the killer and the rules of the game. This is when they mention how Stab 8, you know, has it was total garbage and went off the rails because the director from Knives Out tried to change it. And that was just a good poke <laughs> at Star Wars fandom. I really enjoyed that for some reason that really like made me chuckle <laughs> out loud. But so yeah, they want to bring the original trio back um, and just get, you know, that always comes back to the original and the legacy characters they want to bring Uh, Sid, Gale and Dewey back into it to create you know this new movie bring it back to its glory basically with Snab, I'm assuming nine there's like eight now in this movie so that yeah that is their intention so yeah in the beginning they attack Tara they purposely keep her alive to bring Sam back into town and that's where you know it plays out there so the other big spoiler i'll say i knew going in that one of the three legacy characters was probably going to die i know a lot of people complained in the fourth movie that no one did and i knew they wouldn't kill sydney prescott and i wasn't expecting that i don't think i would like that either she is your all-time final girl she's your main character basically and you kind of want to keep her alive to always possibly bring her back into either a movie or a tv series i know nev Campbell. I don't, I mean, she keeps coming back. I don't know how big the paychecks are, but I'm assuming they are nice, but she does keep coming back. So I can't get on her too much saying that she wants to get away from the series because I mean, she's game, she's doing press, she's in the interviews. So I don't want, I can't talk smack about her. Actually, I was even, I can't believe I was even going that route for a second, but she seems game, but I think they always want to keep her alive to definitely bring her back either in a movie or a TV series so I knew he'd either be Gale or Dewey and you know I would probably prefer I don't know this was tough man when they killed Dewey I thought that was really emotional and pretty sad to be honest and I guess you know out of the two I'd probably would rather have Gale you know bite the dust but I think it did it was more of an emotional punch Dewey dying because Dewey's just your innocent good guy character and then it did bring Gale and Sydney together they have like a odd relationship where you know in the beginning they didn't like each other but they kind of have this tough sister bond I guess you could say but Dewey I kind of had a feeling he got a lot of screen time in this film and I thought David Arquette really knocked it out of the park he played this grizzled old tired uh retired cop we find out that they forced him basically to retire early I'm assuming that he was just off his game but he's like living in this trailer and drinking and him and gail end up getting divorced which was sad because they were always kind of like the glue you know almost to this movie you know just their relationship her the tough reporter you know pretty girl going for kind of this dopey cop that's a little not childish but just innocent you know i really enjoyed their relationship and even you know in real life they were together but they end up getting divorced but kind of hit me too that they end up you know in this movie they end up you know getting divorced it was pretty sad it seems that Dewey went to New York City with her and then it just didn't work out but he was the one who actually ended it he left you know ran back to Woods Woodsboro and yeah that ending I knew you know he mentions that he got stabbed nine times I think he said that so then we people wouldn't complain when Ghostface got the better of him and it being Amber at that but Ghostface does get you know the better of him basically but he does go back because he says we got to shoot Ghostface in the head you always got to kill them and even right there and then I was like oh no this isn't gonna end good and then Gale calls him and he gets distracted for that split second that Ghostface jumps up and stabs him you know you know I think you know in the front and back and yeah it's pretty brutal and I think Ghostface Amber says you know it was an honor and then you know lets both the knives out and then he drops dead but that was a rough scene i didn't expect that to be as emotional as it was i definitely got misty eyed in the theater and then just the aftermath of aftermath of that you know gail coming and seeing you know the body bag and him in it and they don't show it but yeah he's in the body bag and it's just brutal (laughs) So, yeah, again, that's probably your other big spoiler, I guess you could say. And it does bring eventually – so, yeah, Gail's already there because she's reporting on these crimes or these murders. And then it does bring Sydney back, and Sydney just vows to kill the killer, to end it, and to basically get payback for, you know, for Dewey, justice for Dewey, basically. So them two do team up. I will say – I don't know. I don't want to say it wasn't as satisfying as I was hoping – I did mention in my non-spoiler that I appreciate that they really focused on the younger generation, the new characters, and that they were kind of in the background, even though they, you know, helped move the plot forward. They do have that scene where they kind of meet up after Dewey's death, uh, talk it out. I don't remember really much what was said, but then I know they eventually approach Sam to get her involved so that they can catch this killer and kill him or her Ghostface. Um, but I think I was expecting maybe a little bit more from Sydney and um Gail. I know that at the end they kinda have their uh badass moment of them, you know, beating up uh Ghostface and killing Ghostface basically. They end up killing Amber and, the yeah, there's some good quippy lines back and forth. But I feel like I liked Gail's character in the other film. She was just that tough, you know, kind of bitch character. Real, You know, just had some really good quippy lines, was pretty tough and mean. But also, you know, you just enjoyed her character and liked her. You know, Courtney Cox plays it really well. And I feel like in this film, you know i don't know i maybe was expecting a little bit more from gail you know she is one of the favorites in this franchise so i was expecting a little bit more from her and even sydney to be honest i feel again i'm repeating myself but i feel like they didn't have as much to do in this it was definitely at the three the dewey show and dewey's movie basically and he got a really good send off so i actually kind of would hope you know I'm assuming they're going to make another Scream movie because this is doing well at the box office, that they do bring them back because I kind of would like a better ending for Sydney and Gale, whether they bite the dust or not. I kind of would just rather, I don't know, the film didn't end really them to, I don't know, I wasn't as satisfied with their ending. You know, if it was if they were to never come back to the series, I don't know. Like I said, Dewey definitely had the better send-off. Uh, emotional punch to the gut and I kind of would hope to have a little bit more with Sydney and Gail but I don't know what I would what I would actually want but maybe we'll see what happens in the future (laughs) all right so yeah I'm thinking if there's a little bit anything else I want to tie up I mentioned yeah the kills are pretty gruesome pretty good I liked when you know the whole Wes uh kill scene when his mom is you know leaves to go pick up sushi she's the sheriff And then Ghostface calls her and mentions that he's going to go kill Wes, who's taking a shower, and she flies back home, and he's there just waiting on the porch, pops out when she comes running up, stabs her in the gun, and stabs her multiple times and kills her. And then when Wes comes down, they kept playing that... um, with your expectations where, you know, he's just, like, setting up, getting ready to eat sushi. He's, like, grabbing the bowls, and he's grabbing the chopsticks, and he's grabbing the <laughs> sriracha and the soy sauce. And every time he, like, closes the door, you expect a ghost face to just, like, pop out out of nowhere. And they kind of just kept playing, like, with that tension where you kind of, <laughs> you felt the tension and, it, it wouldn't happen, and then you you were still waiting for it. It was kind of a i don't know i liked it I know maybe some people might have thought it was a little too long or overdone, but I kind of enjoyed that tension build up and kind of the the quick relief and then tension again and then quick relief and then built up again because you knew eventually Ghostface was gonna pop out and kill him you were just waiting for the moment and he when he does end up killing him you know stabbing him he stabs him you know in the face like through the cheek and you see it pretty good and I thought that was a pretty gnarly kill to be honest I thought that was pretty good and even that first attack in the beginning even though Terra does live you know that attack is pretty brutal as well and then the ending when it gets really bonkers you know amber gets uh killed and then you know they light you know the the stove someone turned it on and then she falls on it lights on fire and gets killed and that's pretty wild and crazy and just the fight between gail her and uh, sydney was pretty good and then when um Sam kills uh, Richie and she ends up stabbing him and like slicing his throat, which was pretty gruesome, I thought. And you know, he's just like on the ground, twitching, a ton of blood coming out. I thought it was all pretty gruesome, but pretty good and a satisfying ending. The other big uh, spoiler is that Skeet Ulrich is in this movie as Billy because, like we said, Billy is Sam's father. And I did not expect this, but he comes back like in. I don't, want, I don't want to say her visions, but she sees him like in the background. She talks to him basically, and when he first shows up, you know, he kind of looks at the end of the first original. He's bloodied, and I was kind of like, "Oh crap!" There, there he is. I didn't expect that. And, you know, he kind of talks to her a little bit, and then he's like in the car again. But they kind of just have it where you could just see his eyes, so they don't show him too much. And then at the end, he like points to either the knife or gun when she's you know fighting Richie, and then he kind of has like this moment of like he's proud at the end I think (laughs) when she's after everything's done and over with it was just an interesting I don't know like my uh I'm not smart enough I guess to explain my thoughts or anything on this but it was just interesting that you know this psycho killer you know I don't know is almost like not a guardian angel but like this main character's voice you know her angel on the side of her shoulder, you know, helping her, I don't know, I don't, maybe they can play with that in the future, um, but I just thought that was really interesting, you know, it wasn't like a character that, you know, a good moral character that was coming back from the dead that we would see, you know, in the background or, you know, in the mirror that we would talk to and would give good advice, this is a psycho killer that started it all, and, you know, raped and killed uh Sidney's mom and then you know tried to you know killed her friends and tried to kill her you know he's a psycho killer (laughs) and it's just interesting that he's in this film like as not a voice of reason but just I don't know exactly I'm still processing it I guess you could say I'm sure like I said more people will deep dive into that and talk more about it and (laughs) but I think it does set up you know she even says Amber at the end you know, you forgot, she says something at the end where she don't mess with, like, a, a, a murder, a serial killer's daughter, basically, and again, that's still kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it's just interesting, I don't know if, I don't get, you know, too much more to say, I guess, on it, I'm still processing it, but I'm hoping to see more in the future, you know, wrapping all this up, lastly, too, I did, I mentioned in the last episode, but I did appreciate all the, the Baba Babadook, the elevated horror, the witch, um, hereditary you know shout outs I love those movies but they do have their own place in horror but it is funny them poking fun at it you know just like younger generation you know claiming those are the best horror films and being kind of like horror snobs I guess you could say I don't know I liked that though I appreciate it and even at the end when Tara shoots um Amber when she comes running out when she's like burnt alive uh she shoots her and says I still prefer the Babadook or something like that it's just a fun <laughs> um just a little cheesy line, but it's all, all good and fun, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's really anything else I wanted to talk about, so again, yeah, all those, you know, spoilers that I mentioned, yeah, the film was pretty good, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, still, I wish I would have been able to explain a little bit better the Skeet Ulrich, um, Billy, you know, in the background, but again, I just, I just don't know, I don't know how I feel about it, I know a lot of people are complaining about the CGI of it, but it didn't bother me too much i don't know i guess maybe i'm just like ignorant to that stuff i don't i know a lot of people complain when they see like a um someone um deaged or even like not to bring back to star wars but they did in star wars and i know everyone was always like oh that looked horrible but for some reason it doesn't bother me that much i just right when he showed up i was like oh nice billy and then it didn't i wasn't like oh billy doesn't look like him it just didn't bother me, but again, I'm looking forward, you know, we got a lot of survivors, we got the two twins, uh, we got the sisters, Tara and Amber, so we can head, you know, into a next movie with them For we still got Gail and Sydney alive, and yeah, we could bring on some more characters as well, and we still got Amber, you know, dealing with being the daughter of Billy, we can see how that plays in the future, I th- definitely think there's going to be another film, like I said, this film is doing really well at the box office, so it wouldn't surprise me if a uh, sixth film is greenlit pretty soon. And I hope, you know, the same team that made this film gets a chance to make another one. I hope they keep these directors, the radio silence group, and the same writers that were on this and the producers. I really, really enjoyed this film. I thought they did a great job, and I'm looking forward you know if they get the opportunity to see what they do in the future and I want to see these characters again I had a lot of fun with them and I'm curious what they can you know do moving forward so I think that's going to wrap up this episode uh, I'm definitely going to check out Scream again, uh, probably not in theaters, but once it hits VOD or you know gets released on Blu-ray, I'll definitely buy it and then watch it again. My wife's already mentioned that she wants to see it again, so I'm hyped. I want to see it again, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun watching it, and I had a lot of uh, fun talking about it as well. I liked you know, talking about it in the non-spoiler uh, review and then talking spoilers here. I had a lot of fun doing that, and I'm looking forward to some new horror films getting released. I'll probably keep the same format where you know, I'll, I'll try to do some reviews, non-spoiler, some quicker, small, you know, reviews, you know, just giving my thoughts and if I recommend it or not. And then if I feel the need, I'll jump in and do like a spoiler cast episode. So that'll be moving forward with this podcast. But thanks as always for the listen. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week and I will check you guys out next time. Bye-bye.